You're listening to the two dumb users. Good morning. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Do Dumb Yenders. This is episode 317. I'm here with my, I, I just love, I love when the pandas in the house. I do. Um, the Mike, panda, Mike the panda, is in the house. The panda is staring into my soul. That panda is staring into Mike's soul. Mike is um, doing his best impersonation of Eminem, walking to the rap battle with, it, with his, uh, his attire there today. I hate you both right now. I think I'm getting getting sick, and I got to deal with you too. And of course, Derpy, Derpy. is in the Derpy. house with the panda. I love it. I love the panda. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back, guys. I think I, don't 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 put this in stone, but I do believe that this is the point right now where the free fall starts for the Pittsburgh Pirates. I think the free fall has started. We dropped the two games back. Uh, a series that we did have a chance to take uh, advantage. And I don't get me wrong. I, I know the, the Texas Rangers are a very good team. But you know what? The Brewers, they get a good, really good team in Houston. They win that series two games to, two games to one. We uh, we win one game of the three-game series against Texas. But then again, I mean, you, look, you got the Cubs. They bumped up. They're four and a half out of first place now. They're sitting four and a half out, which is two and a half games behind us. Um, the Cardinals and the Reds are beating each other up down at the bottom. But as I said, don't count the Cardinals out. I think right now, guys, now that the, the Pirates are two games out, this is where the free fall begins. They had the luxury early on of, of coming into this month with a really good record, and uh, and they lost all that wiggle room. As we're getting ready to head into June, that wiggle room is is, is gone. It's uh, it disappeared, dissipated. Pirates are 25 and 24, one game over 500. I think this is where the free fall begins, guys. I think that um, whether we fall to last place and sit in the basement, I don't know. But I'm just saying this this is where Pirates drop out of contention. What do you think? Uh, my God, I'm looking at the box score because I, I didn't watch the game yesterday. I didn't. Oh, don't look at the box score, please. Andrew McCutcheon, five at-bats, struck out twice, did nothing. <laughs> Big Reynolds. stacks over three with a walk. Well, over on, three with stacks. a walk. Uh, Cabrian Hayes one hit. Santana looks like who was our best player. He had a hit. Uh, Joe with a hit. Castro had two hits. Delay two hat hits. Owings a hit. Everyone else sucked. The they 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 sucked. They sucked. We give up two flipping run or score two two runs. That's it. That's it. We gave up three runs in the first. We scored two in the second, and we couldn't do shit after that. We got fielding errors again. This team, like, I, I, I what, what can you say? I am like literally uh, at a loss for words right now. This team is like Ryan. Ryan said the it, the free fall has started. You know, get Tom Brady or Tom Petty playing. You know, free falling, baby. We are yeah. free falling. Free falling, free falling. This is a, it's quite comical. Like, it is. It, it is. The pirates, they are pirating, is, is, is it what is. we say. 
And the Pirates were the Pirates, you know. Yeah. The Browns were the Browns. The Pirates were the Pirates. And my God, they 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 hook us in thinking, man, look at us. We're start starting off great, and then this happens right here. Uh, but you know what? I'm gonna try to stay positive. They are doing a whole hell of a lot better than I thought they would. I tell you what, hang in there, hang in there for another week because next Friday they start a series against uh, St. Louis. In that game, guys, there is this is this is the highlight of the season. Uh, don't and without any questions asked, next Friday is the O'Neill Cruz bobblehead night. That is June third against the Cardinals. O'Neill Cruz bobblehead. I know that in Pittsburgh here we've we've come accustomed to loving those particular games <laughs> because that's one of the game that you actually get to take something away from and, and feel good about when it's all said and hey. done. The O'Neill Cruz bobblehead doll next Friday, guys. And this is a microcosm of the Bucko season. O'Neill yeah. Cruz bobblehead night, and the guy is on the DL. Mm. It is perfect. That is the chef's kiss. Again, the bobblehead of the guy who was not there. I can't I say enough about it. Big Stacks. You know, we had to get this guy his money. We had to get, make sure the Big Stacks got paid. We had to give him $110 million. And, you know, like I said, last game and uh, last week in a game that I, I specifically, I can't recall the game, but he, uh, you know, he, he was 0 for 4 in a game. And then there was another game where it was a big game against a big team. What's he do? He gets one hits blooper, mm-hmm. a blooper single to the outfield. Big stacks. Reynolds, he comes in last night in a game that we lose by one run, mm-hmm. 3 to 2. He goes 0 for, 0 for 3, 0 for 4 with the walk. Big stacks. I, I, you know, you know where I stand with big stacks. I, I've said the same thing about him the whole time. But I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue to watch him under a microscope because when you pay somebody $110 million, that person should be watched under a microscope. They, they should. Um, yeah, that comes with the territory. When you are the highest paid player in franchise history, yeah, mm. you, you need to be under the microscope. And, you know, it, that's fair. That comes with the job description. You know, look, you know, Big Ben, he was always under a microscope. Crosby, Malcolm, Latang, and these guys always, always under the microscope. And these guys Hutch made it under happen the under the microscope. Yes, <laughs> this is what yes, I'm watching did. for with Big Stacks. I want to see if he makes it happen. I want to see if he's worth the hundred million dollars because guess what? Sidney Crosby was well worth it. Genny Malkin, uh, Latang, and even Mark Andre Fleury, and then over yeah. the football, like you said, Big Ben Roethlisberger, they made it. it worth it. They. They, yes. they they did what they got paid to do. Big stacks, you're on the clock. He, he's not like you know, Kutch. You know, I you know, I'll jokingly say, you know, catch Kutch never won a you know, he never won a ring. He he didn't do well in the playoffs here, but you know, he was a league MVP. And when he had those big contracts, he was if he wasn't league MVP, he was in the running, he was yeah. in the conversation. He produced he produced in clutch moments, hence the name nickname Kutch or Clutch, you know. He my God, he was a he, he was a baller in his prime, and you know Reynolds is in his prime, and he ever since he got that contract, the play has dropped off. Team has dropped off. He played better when it was is he going to be traded or not? Right now that now, now that we're he stuck has with the him. money, he I, I'm hoping this is just a slump. You know, players in baseball do have bad months. You know, Kutch. You know, he had a every couple of years he would have like a month where he couldn't do anything. Then the rest of the year, he was his no- normal self. Hopefully, baseball, Mike. hopefully this is just what's happening to Reynolds. It's like this, a bad month for him and the team, but my God, he someone has to produce on this team and it should be him. Think about baseball is this. There's a, there's a, a load, an ass load of great baseball players that don't win the world series. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, the way the baseball it's, is. It's, yeah, it isn't it is like your course. NBA yeah. where every great player, they end up winning a ring. It isn't like every great quarterback in the NFL. They all eventually end up winning the ring. They're great players in baseball. You you could go uh, I mean, like, seriously, most 
great players in baseball don't win a ring. Tony Gwynn didn't win a ring. No. You know what I mean? So you can go back and find these guys. Now, Andrew McCutcheon, you know, he, he, you know, if you look at the Pirates past, which a lot of people forget about prior to 19, the early 1990s, they had, a, they had a great franchise. You had Roberto Clemente, you had Willie Stargell, the list goes mm-hmm. on and on. And for Andrew McCutcheon to be comparable or have better yep. numbers than these guys, you, you really have to put him up on the pedestal. He, he belongs there. And again, like he I does. said, he everybody it. doesn't win the World Series. Yeah, it, and that's, that's kind of why I like baseball, because, you know, at, at the end of the day, everybody doesn't get their trophy. Everybody doesn't get the opportunity. And that's what you're seeing, I think, a lot more in, in these other sports nowadays. But um, Andrew he, McCutcheon, he, he's, he certainly is one of the one of the best, one of the, the best pirates he, ever. He's like he falls into the um, Dan, like take it to football, Dan Marino, Dan Fouts right, category. Great players, Hall of Famers, but just the teams they were on weren't good enough to get to the playoffs and, you know, and win a championship. It's not his fault. It wasn't their fault. But, you know, at least he produced when he was here. Brian Reynolds is getting this monster contract. You have to produce. Like you said, he's under the microscope right now, and especially in this free fall. He should be the one this whole clubhouse should be looking to to rally them through this. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to come out in the media and be that guy and say it, but behind closed doors, he needs to be that guy. Hopefully, he is that guy being the clubhouse leader. But you know, you got to show it on the field too. You can. He's got work to do. Yeah, he's gonna be here for a he's long like, time. So I'm sorry, Brian in. Hayes too. Brian Hayes also falls in that category. He's what a seventy million dollar man. He needs to yep. step up his game too. I'm not paying you all this money just to be a great fielding third baseman. I, you know, get on base, stolen bases. You're not a power guy, so get on base more than you are now. You've moved down in the lineup. You have better protection around you. You still can't do anything. Uh, the Pirates, of course, are off today. Today's their off day. In between series, uh, they're off to Seattle. They'll be playing the Mariners tomorrow night, guys. Get ready for these games because they're going to be late ones. They're 10-10 starts. They start 10 minutes after 10 p.m. here Eastern time. They're going to be hard to uh, watch for a lot of people. However, it is over the weekend, so I'll be waking are, up. I'll be waking up. So I might be able to watch. I might be able to watch some of the Pirates. Actually, watch some Pirates. They will be late games, 10-10, which also mm-hmm. bleeds into another thing I do want to talk about. But I'll get into that shortly. Another late game that we're going to be paying attention to this weekend. Uh, the Pirates, they did lose yesterday 3-2 to two to the Texas Rangers. The Pirates dropped 25-24. and 24. The Rangers, uh, they they improve to 31-18. and 18. Thank God they're done with, <laughs> uh, done know, with them right. off the schedule. Uh, we we're off on our way to Seattle. The but, uh, probable pitchers for this series coming yeah. up, Mike, are Mitch Keller, Contreras, and Ortiz. However, they um, it's they're, they're marked as the probables. But uh, yeah. Velasquez is likely to start his next time come around. So I don't know if that's going to be in that Ortiz spot or they're going to wait till yeah. after Ortiz and let him throw in the San Francisco series. And, and Mitch Keller, you know, the probable starter, he's going up against uh, George Kirby. He's five, yeah. five and three, two point two six two ERA. This looks like it should be a damn good pitching duel. What's and the uh, what's the Mariners record? You got that? They're, they're right in line with us. They are literally they are twenty five and twenty four. Okay, they're thirteen and twelve at home. We're thirteen and eleven away. It, this is like a perfect matchup. It is like you're watching your mirrored self. Is what it's looking like. This matchup's going to be, and you know, hopefully, this is what the doctor ordered. Man, it's get someone who's around your level and see how we can play. If I, we need to find our level within baseball. Because we're, we're not going to be, I don't think we're going to contend for a division title. So we need to figure out where, where, where we rank in the, in the overall scheme of baseball. Uh, the Pirates, they need to, they need to, they need to cut down on these errors. Again, two errors yesterday. 
Um, in the past 10 games, I, I don't know what it is, but if you go back and look at the box score, you're going to see that they have a lot of errors, a lot of mistakes they're making. Mm-hmm. That has to stop, of Two course. more last night. Oh but God. there was a highlight, a, a pretty nice highlight in the game last night. Uh, John Oviedo, he threw another immaculate, not another, but the Pirates' second yeah. immaculate inning of the season. Now, um, you recall a couple weeks back, Holderman had a mm-hmm. immaculate inning as well. Again, you know, I, I don't know if this is going to get us any playoff wins, any World Series rings, but it is a nice uh, accomplishment for these individuals. And it was pretty cool to see through the course of, of a bad game for the Pirates, you know. And the, the Pirates are 0-2 and, oh and when they have – when their pitchers have thrown an immaculate <laughs> inning, that is that's pirate, don't baseball, say right? that's pirate baseball right there. You know, we can get what no hit and win a game, but we yeah. have pitchers who throw immaculate innings. We can't win that game. This this team, my God, they're, they're I love them. I love them. Yeah, they you gotta are, love it. You gotta love the pirates. Like you have to, and you have to embrace everything they do. Otherwise, you will just be distraught dumbfounded angry all, every single emotion wrapped into one so you just embrace it embrace that they're gonna suck embrace that they're gonna do something amazing and embrace that they're gonna lose when they do something amazing that's pirate baseball in a nutshell for like uh, more or less the past 20 years one other thing in baseball before we move on i i, I can't stomach any more baseball this morning to be honest oh. with you uh mike trout passes joe dimaggio <laughs> with his 362nd home run all time Ooh. so uh I, I like these guys. I like these guys that are up there. And uh, when you get these guys that get a lot of home runs and they start passing these great names, you know what I mean? And it's cool yeah. because these are guys that they don't play for the Pirates. So you don't put that much thought into, but you see them all over ESPN. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to Mike Trout. I'm sure he's going to hit plenty more in his career, but he did pass the great Joe DiMaggio. He just seems like a steady player. You're yeah. in. Your oh, There's Mike gosh, Trout. Yeah. There's Mike Trout. And like for me, like when his career first started, it felt like he was in the league forever. Now mm. that he's been in the league forever, I feel like he's only played a handful of years. And you know what? I totally know <laughs> he's what one saying. of those guys that has been around forever. You can't tell when did he start. I'm uh, going to going to clean up some scraps here before we get over to the NFL. Um, the Florida Panthers they do they advance to the NHL Finals. They win the game four to three and uh, complete complete the sweep. Is that am I right, Mike? Did they sweep the Carolina Hurricanes? Yes, yes, they did. Right? Yes, Derby? they did. Yep. So they're, they're waiting. They're in their spot waiting for the winner of the Vegas-Dallas series. Now, Vegas, they hold a 3-0 lead in this series. And this is the third time that they've held a uh, 3-0 lead in their franchise history in a best-of-seven-game best um, series. You'd say, that, that doesn't sound too amazing, three times. But you know what? They've only been around since the last time the Penguins won a Stanley Cup because you recall they took Murray from us, and we had Murray on both of the teams. So that kind of gives you an idea time-wise. They already held 3-0 leads three times in the playoffs in their franchise history. That's pretty impressive. I look for Vegas to, uh, to get in the play into the finals, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be tonight, whether or not be, I don't know. But I do think that we're going to see our Florida Panthers, Vegas Knights. I think that's a pretty cool finals. What do you think? I, I'm looking forward to it because that's going to piss a lot of people off. You know, it's right now. My God, like the last four markets that were left were not exactly like your traditional hockey markets. So that's going to make people angry and that's going to make me happy. And this teams who don't have any Stanley Cups. I, I No, wait, did Dallas? Dallas won one, right? Yeah, they won one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, way ago. So, yeah, let's go Florida. Let's go, let's go Vegas. I want to see that. Uh, a couple other things. The Boston Celtics, Miami Heat. They go at it. The Heat are up three games to one. 
Boston salvaged a, a win the other night. Uh, game five between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. Who do you think is going to uh, go into the finals, Mike, to play the Denver Nuggets? You liking the Heat with three wins, or are you liking Boston with one? Oh, I'm I'm taking Heat all the way. What about hey. you, Derpy? Derpy. <laughs> um, probably gonna go Miami, but <laughs> it's I'm gonna go Miami. I'm gonna go Miami. Like Miami, I I. But I I'm, I'm gonna be real. I don't think anyone's gonna watch this. Yeah, I, I don't either. And you know what I do like though? I do like the fact that the Heat is the underdog. <laughs> Boston was supposed to you know dominate this series. So the, these two sports between hockey and basketball, I, I like what's going on right now in the playoffs. You don't have your typical teams in there winning again and again. So this is, uh, you know, I think this is good for those two sports. So, yeah, I say Miami Heat as well. Miami Heat, Denver Nuggets should be your finals. What's, what's Florida get two championships, the NHL and the uh, NBA? Hey, that'd be awesome, man. I, I do see. Either one I, of them would, would have been. No one even, who, if anyone put money on those two teams, they're going to be filthy rich when it's oh, said yeah. Like I, I noticed the uh, Florida Panthers, they were not afraid to touch the uh, trophy. Uh, God, yeah, I what it's called. Uh, you know, that was always like the thing. You don't touch it. You don't touch it. You only touch the Stanley Cup. I'd fucking I'd drive Crosby, that You shit. know, Crosby, that first year, like, you know, we lost to uh, Detroit. He didn't touch it. And then going forward, the net last three three Stanley Cups, they they touched the trophy, man. He was like, no, I'm breaking this curse. I'm Ridiculous touching this thing. thing. We earned this. And then they won Stanley Cup. So my money now is on Florida Panthers. They're going to go on and win the Stanley Cup based on that photo alone. I'd slap my egg bag right on top of it and Me skate too. around the ice like, like I that, earned that. I earned that trophy. I'm not going to do a victory platform, but I'm going to hold the trophy and, you know, go out and win the big one. Um, The Pittsburgh Riverhounds. I, I want to touch on this. Uh briefly and then the pittsburgh river hounds they're in this tournament this open cup now i don't know much about soccer maybe you could help me mike where they're playing the mls teams they played columbus yes. and they were supposed to lose but they advanced to the quarterfinals mm -hmm. for the first time with the one nothing win over columbus last night mm -hmm. uh first first time since 2001 they had a record home crowd 6,107 mm -hmm. people they play cincinnati uh here in a couple weekends this Pittsburgh Riverhounds is getting a lot of traction here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Soccer, they, are. they are. They are getting a lot of traction. And what's going on right now, it's, I forget what the, the what trophy they're playing for, but it's like like the open trophy. Of, like the, the open so, like, so in every other country that plays soccer or football, like they have tournaments where like the top teams or every team in every league up to like a certain point, they compete against each other for a trophy. So you can have like the best team at the top division against the worst team in the worst division. They're playing each other and yeah. that top team can get knocked out. And so it's just like that, that nation's league trophy. Like we're going to combine all the sports leagues. We're playing for this one goal thing throughout the season. And that's what's going on right now in Europe. You know, it's intermixed throughout the yeah, it goes the entire regular September, season, I but think. now the way we do sports, it's like that preseason type thing, I believe, or in season. I, I don't even know. Are they in season right now? Either of these leagues? They are. I don't the, watch a lot of American yeah. soccer, to be honest with you. I, I'll follow. They're part of different leagues. Yeah, yeah, they're different leagues. Yeah, and they're so they're playing for that trophy. I do want to see now. Like I, I hope this will open eventually. Open the the gates for relegation in American soccer between these leagues, where you. 
MLS will be the cream of the crop and the league the Riverhounds are will be that next year down. But you know, the top three move up the league, the bottom three move down the league. Yeah. I, I want to see that. Uh, I, uh, that's the way soccer football was played on the international stage. And if we want to be taken seriously as a soccer football nation, and eventually one day produce a team to win a world cup, we need to d- fall in line with the rest of the world. Cause it, you know, what we're doing isn't working. And I, I, the soccer fans, you know, we're, we're used to the European structure of the sport. So bring that, keep changing it. You know, a soccer combine these two leagues, make, you know, the, re- make one the top on the bottom, and then you can move up down to some, the Riverhounds one day could maybe be MLS champions. One Here's day. The thing about soccer, Mike, people don't have an interest in it. Um, they need to come up with some some ideas, some marketing ideas. Here, oh, dude, it I, is, here's it, the thing: most average people have no idea anything about the soccer leagues in America. You have plenty of soccer okay, fans. You have plenty of NASCAR fans. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, there's just no marketing to where the average no. guy or gal is drawn to American soccer. I see okay, not as, as an average person. I watch a lot of TV. I'm on the internet a lot, and you know, and I even travel about sometimes. But the thing is, I've noticed is there's no soccer in your face the marketing needs to get better if they want soccer to get better you have to get it in front of people's eyes like like seattle or what yeah they have a team. conservatives derby we don't talk politics on here well i'm not what? wrong that's that's the audience that- what, what what was your comment derby i muted him no let me hear what he <laughs> said i i, I want to hear what he said what do you say i said um aka conservatives are the audience that don't care yeah i don't know i just like i said i i, I just I'm, I'm not exposed to soccer at all if I, if I was it, exposed to it, maybe I'd have a beautiful interest game. in it. It's the beautiful game. And I'm, not, and I'm not doubting that. I'm saying the marketing and the, and the getting the name oh, out, the no, word out no, there, and the, yeah. that, that's where you lack. Yeah. There's there's none. It's nil. Yeah. Yeah. Because here in America, like, my God, like, the people who play it here, and like, in the MLS, they're not the cream of the crop, you know? So that's why people will – I'll watch, you know, the Premier League. I'll watch the Serie A. I'll watch the Bundesliga. I'll – you know, I, I'll watch all the European leagues. That's where the best of the best are. The MLS, they're not the best of the best. And if they are, they're past their prime. They're coming over from Europe to playing here because they can still play at a high level and don't have to and still be competitive to where, you know, if they're still playing in Europe, they're, they're a sub or, you know, they're struggling to make a team where you can come at the end of your career to the MLS and still be a damn good player. See, we're, it's we're, improving over here. The place we're not against but it's still not even going to watch minor league baseball. We're not against watching yeah. sub league but, pro football. We're not against watching the G League in the NBA. But we know but, those are minor. But here's the thing: it's, these you, you know they're there. The I know they're there. They're yeah. in my face. I see stuff. Mm-hmm. People just don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. Soccer is like, invisible in the United States of America. It, they are in like the places where they have MLS and. My God, they have huge, and I have a team in my in my it's my city. Why, why yeah, don't but I know this? But why this is why I cover it. This is why I cover it because nobody knows that this team is in our city, oh, they're, they're and people, I want I, yeah. and I want people to know. People know that the Riverhounds are here. People, this is a, a well known team. You ask you ask the average person in this. I, I, go ahead, just average ask. sports fan. The average person. Because this, the hands. average person could be. Oh, the average, average person. Okay, I'm gonna say the average sports fan. Yeah, I was I was thinking two different. Average sports fan knows about the, the average person. No doesn't know about the about the river no, and guess but, what those are potential fans those are potential yeah. uh, game attendees those yeah. are potential uh yeah. people to buy your merchandise yeah. they just Yinzers, don't know it's out there mike yinzers love that love their sports team 
And they, and the Gingers love their sports teams, and they're black and they're yellow. There's no reason that people shouldn't know about this. Guys, we have to move to the other football. The show is moving on. The one story I wanted to cover real quick before we get into our black and gold is the one that I think is hysterical. The uh, the <laughs> the Washington Commanders. <laughs> oh, this is great. Oh, I saw they this. got their <laughs> trademark denied. They might have to switch their name again because there's and a person. Home for the old name. There's a person, a person that has a pending uh, application for the Commanders. You know what? This is hilarious. I love to see it. I wish it would be, um, you know, to the Browns. But you know what? You can't have everything, right? You can't have everything, and it's great. And it's, I, mean, I kind of feel bad for the new ownership group. Because, you know, they're not, you know, Dan Snyder. They're not the ones that everyone hates. So this is a new group. But this is actually perfect for that new ownership group. They can change the name again and make more money because these fans, sports fans, especially football fans, we are fanatical and we will buy the merch. We will buy the merch. And, you know, the Washington football fans will buy buy the merch. I think they should go back to the Washington football team. You know what? I, I love seeing the you know WFT. You know What's that, Derps? You know what they should change it to? What's that? If you know this reference, you're a legend. The Washington Senators. Yeah, I mean. Derpy. The replacements, if you know that movie. Yeah. You know, I, I, just, they, that's they, a joke. I, I was that's just concerned about this. The, the fans really though. grew to this D.C. Defenders team in the, uh, in the XFL. Right. Now, the Washington Redskins slash Commanders slash WFT slash whatever uh, you know i mean they, they haven't been significant in probably 35 years no, think about no, it they haven't they i, I been... th- that would be my main concern if i was the owners of this team and and uh you know people I, and the thing is they didn't just like the defenders people loved the defenders in, yes. in the washington dc area and um they have a lot of great traditions that they're starting with your beer snake and your lemons and this and that i'd be concerned more about the uh the underdog Me which too, I think could, be a, could be really good for football too i i, I think they, they should change the name to capitalize on the uh, defenders the washington d dc defense contractors <laughs> yeah doesn't roll <laughs> off the off the tongue but it, it encapsulates the entire area maybe they could just trick everybody and call themselves the defenders too so nobody knows <laughs> right? the difference and people go to their game thinking it's the other team here we go the, the washington lobbyists the lobbyists because everyone hates that franchise anyway just go with the lobbyists uh, guys, Pittsburgh Steelers. We spoke yesterday about Marcus Golden. Was he going to be taught? You know, they had the visit yep. come two nights ago, and yesterday we were on the air. We didn't quite know just yet what happened, but he did. He got signed to a one-year deal here, guys. Marcus Golden. How does this improve? Does this improve our um our, our depth, baby? Our, yeah, depth. He's a linebacker. It's he's veteran depth back there. This is a guy who has a track record of success. Who you know who can who can ball. And, you know, a little long in the tooth, but, you know, sometimes we've seen players who get older still be able to produce. And, you know, he's not going to be caught out there to start. So he's just going to be out there and rotational to, you know, whenever TJ needs to come off or Highsmith needs to come off for a player to added depth. And you don't, that's taking less pressure off of Herbig having to be ready week one Absolutely. to be the main backup. I like that. Uh, I, I think I think it's a damn good move. How many more moves do you? I mean, how many more moves do you think we have in us? We are obviously in franchise mode here on Madden. With um, <laughs> I, I, I have to know. I mean, of course, you have the uh, you know, Derby might have just been talking pre coming on the show about Isaac Simmons, the linebacker. Um, Mike uh, had commented and said Buda Baker, and we made the joke. You know, this is this team is going to be as good as that Arizona team was, but. <laughs> 
how much more do we have in us? And, and Derpy even said maybe even bringing over somebody like Kareem Hunt to fill in the Benny Snell position just because, which I don't think is going to happen, but because Benny Snell has been, you know, pretty much non-existent. How, how far does this go, Mike, before the the, uh, the owners and the GMs and the coaches say, you know what, okay, this is our squad? Uh, no, you're, you're constantly tweaking. You it's, it's an ever-fluid situation. Who becomes available, who's not available. Uh, you know, take, you're taking a look at guys in practice that you signed. Okay, how do they practice? What are their practice habits? How, how do they interact on the, you know, gel with the team? If it doesn't work, okay, we're going to cut this guy, sign this guy. That's what you're seeing a lot right now throughout the league are people being signed cut signed cut because you know it's not a fit here not a fit there oh you're a fit here so we got to get rid of this guy it's going to keep moving and i don't think omar khan was ever going to stop you know the roster will be ever fluid week to week yeah we have what 10 million in cap room but that's probably going to be used to overextend um high smith or overpay high smith in an extension and but if we can get simmons he was a former what eighth overall pick in the draft he's produced but you know, come on now, that Arizona team, come on now. Is that him? Is that them? It's hard to tell because if you come from a bad team, everyone's not bad on that team. Right. Just like if you come from a damn good team, not everyone on the team is good. So uh, I would be happy to get them if we, for the right price. I was like a fifth yeah, round pick. Right I'm, not, I'm not giving up a first, second, or third for this guy, maybe a fourth. But, you know, he's a guy who can play all over the defense. He's been lined up at, you know, what, inside linebacker, outside linebacker, safety. I think we do. We do need to do at least one more thing, and it should be to, to work on that depth for the inside linebacker position. You brought these two guys in early on, mm-hmm. um, of course, Holcomb. So, uh, you know, I, I do think that we, we definitely need to do work with the depth situation. Yeah. If you would have went out and got yourself one of those premier inside linebackers like we spoke of very early in this whole thing, you wouldn't have had to focus as much, I don't think because they would be your primary. And mm-hmm. these guys here, I mean, like I said, we, we don't know the future. We don't know too much yeah. about them. They do have injury issues. So, I mean, the 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 depth is something that you really have to take serious yeah. with that position. And I would, I would like, I would like to get, I was like, Simmons. I think he could eventually become a starter. I think he would be someone to supplant um, a Landon Robinson down the line. If yeah. we, if we're able to get him. And I think he's a, di- he has the potential to be a dynamic playmaker. Uh, speaking of the Arizona Cardinals, Patrick Peterson, the former DB, he takes over here. Pittsburgh, of course, now a Steeler. He takes over the left side, moving uh, Levi Wallace mm-hmm. to the right side. Mike, how do you think that's going to play out? Yeah, yeah, it's Levi was our best. Yeah, he was our best corner. I uh, agree. Like, yeah, Mike, uh, follow the guy in front of you. Play zone. I, I, I without knowing the ins and outs of their playbook, I don't think it's going to do much. You're still. But lining up more or less the same. It's just going to be maybe changing your your the way your feet are aligned on on your first snap. But my God, Levi Wallace has been in the league for a while now. He knows how to play. Peterson knows how to play. I, you can line those guys up one side of the field or the other. It shouldn't matter at all. I agree. Because you, you you might get to the point where you know, okay, hey Levi, you're going to follow around the number one receiver whether he's up on the left side or right side. So. You know, they, these guys are pros. They they should be able to be switching sides without a, a, any issue, unless the playbook is completely different for the left and right corner. I couldn't agree more. Derpy, Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward's impressed with rookie uh, Keanu Benton early in the OTAs. Yes. Do you, do you see Keanu Benton having uh, an impact in this rookie season? I mean, he, he could possibly be in the middle of the line playing a lot. I do. 
once this season gets going. You you like this uh this defensive lineman from Wisconsin? I do. I told you about the play um in the highlight reel. Uh, he he went up against Minnesota, which arguably is one of the best you know offensive lines in the yeah. Big Ten, and he was double team and he went right through him and got to the quarterback. Yeah, I, I, strength. Yeah, he's strength. A, yeah, he's he's he has damn good. He's he's damn strong, and I I think big, plug big him guy right too, middle, man. man. Big guy, plug him right in the middle. Uh, give him you know, give him that old Casey Hampton role, man. I would There's love like that. Eight, we need that. space in the middle, and if you can get to the quarterback, get to the running back in the backfield, that's a plus. I just want someone to occupy two guys in the middle of that field. Also, we did mention, yes, TJ was at the uh, at OTAs yesterday. A lot of people were mm-hmm. flipping their shit prior to. Yes, TJ was there. He is there. Relax, everybody. It's going to be okay. Mike, why don't you go tell everybody about the website? TwoDumbYinzers.com. Oh, no, I got a little little monster yelling at me. There, bro. there you go, bud. TwoDumbYinzers.com. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> He holds it together until the very end every day. Uh, TwoDumbYinzers.com, the number two, D-U-M-Y-I-N-Z-E-R-S.com. You head on over there. We have links for YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, all the places to watch and listen to us. And if you click on the Anchor link, we have the RSS feed to where if you want to listen to us, find us on your favorite podcasting listening platform through the website, through Anchor. Um, what else do we have? We have the merchandise store over there to get your Bob Nothing merchandise. Maybe maybe I'll work on a picket fence design since everyone's all about the picket fence. Yeah, don't forget about Dick Mountain either. You have a lot of work to Dick, do on the Dick Mountain um, design. I don't know well. if I can ever get one to work for Dick Mountain because all I'm having are just phallic symbols everywhere and it's just not working. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, everybody. Go check it out, www.2wmusers.com. A lot of cool things over there. Go check it out. We are on seven days a week uh, at this moment because this is our summer hours. We are on seven days a week at 1130 every morning. Check us out. And the show that we do every day gets uploaded over on Spotify and podcast form every day at 8 o'clock p.m. So if you only have a chance to listen to the show, it will be in podcast form every day. That day's show on Spotify at 8 p.m. Go check it out. Uh, Guys, I have a Seattle Mariner trivia question because that, of course, is the Pittsburgh Pirates' next opponent. I have a Seattle Mariner trivia for today. Uh, You guys comfortable with some Seattle Mariners trivia? I I got a couple players I I can name. All right. I started off easy, so I think you guys are going to be fine. You know what? I, I, I was cracking up. He would said something, and Derpy started laughing. And the, uh, when he did, the, the panda bear started laughing. Like, you could see the, the little mouth on the panda. So it does. Bye, bye, bye. It, it, it mimics <laughs> him to a degree. I, I do like that. I, when he talks, it talks. When it laughed, he laughed. Um, I just like to be able to see him pick his nose or things like that as well. But we'll, we'll work on that. Right, Derpy? Maybe. Oh, well, he All said right. maybe. Here we go. So here's the trivia. The trivia for the day. Again, this is Seattle Mariner trivia. Here we go. Who was the first Seattle Mariner? The first Seattle Mariner to hit 50 home runs in a season. I'm looking for the first Seattle Mariner to hit 50 home runs in a season. Go ahead and take a minute to Aww. think of that over, guys. We'll get your answer in just a moment. Mm. It's got to be. Don't say it out loud. There's a couple people I can think of. There's a couple people. Yes, that's why I, yes. All right, so here we go. The question of the day is this. This is a Seattle Mariner question. This is who the Pirates are going to play next, hence the reason we are doing this. 
Who was the first Mariner to hit 50 home runs in a season? I'll start with Mike. Obvious answer would be Ken Griffey Jr. Okay. I'm going with, uh, God, if it's his name, white dude always had the, he had the big jaw and the glasses. Uh, Jay uh, Brewer, Brewster, Bauer. I forget his name now. You were taking a dude with a big head. Big white guy with a big head. Um, <laughs> the piece, I finally saw Pete's comment. I like it. Mount I like it a lot, actually. <laughs> I like it. All um, right. So you're going with the big white guy with the big head and glasses yeah. that we don't know his name. Yeah. That's your final answer. Yeah. All right. We'll go ahead and lock you in on that. Derpy, who was the first Seattle Mariner to hit 50 home runs in a season? Hmm. P. Morton's on the board saying uh, Ken Griffey Jr. or A-Rod, and I think that those two would be the ones that I would be going back and forth with if I was on the opposite side of this. But Mike, Jay Burner. Jay Burner. Mike has Jay Burner. Yeah, the guy with the goatee and the glass. Yeah, the yeah. I, 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 I couldn't. I, I'd look up his name. I, I couldn't pick him out of a five-guy I, lineup. I, I, I would no be able to pick him out of a lineup. About. I forgot A-Rod played, started his career at Seattle. Um, Derby, who do you Seattle. like? No. I was, I'm going to go Ken Griffey Jr., you're going to go ahead on the, you're going to, is that your final answer? Yeah. All right. So we're going to lock Derpy in on Ken Griffey Jr. Mike has whoever the yeah. hell he said. Uh, P got Griffey Jr. A rod. The answer is Ken Griffey Jr. Everybody back in 1997, 1997, Ken Griffey Jr. had 56 home runs. He finished that season with a 304 average, 147 RBIs, and he did get awarded the AL MVP that season. So there you have it, everybody. Ken go. Griffey Jr. was the first Seattle Mariner to hit 50 home runs uh, in the season. What year is that, 96? 1997. 97. Oh, because in 96, Burner, Jay Burner had 44. And I thought, because I knew he had, he had three good years of like hitting a lot of home runs. I thought he had 51 years. Seattle did have a squad as um, they did, uh, Derby. Uh, I'm sorry that P just said because they had a rod. They had Randy Johnson at the time. They had Ken Griffey Jr. And then shortly after that team uh, dispersed, then each uh, each row comes in. So there was yeah. a, a strong period of time for the Seattle Mariners. I recall that very clearly. But uh, Mike, anything to say before we take off for the day, man? <sighs> Remember, if you're contemplating changing jobs, always check your 401k first to see if you can take it out and be set. There you go, Before Derby. Before you find a new job. That's my words of wisdom. Did you say something already, Derby? I'm sorry. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I, heard I don't want to get muted by Mike for saying it, and it's not Penn State, so. I, I, I seen the mouth move on the panda, but I didn't hear it. Uh, Derpy, so Derpy, the, it's the, not the, Penn State related, but I don't want to get muted by Mike, though. No, you're good. Mike, Mike, Mike yeah, go I ahead. won't mute him. He said it's not Penn State related, but I don't want like. Yeah, it's not Penn State related. It's Kenny All right, Pickett. all right. What is it, Derby? Let's go, let's go, Derby. <laughs> all right, here we go. Because I sent this video earlier today. <laughs> when Kenny Pickett wins the Super Bowl, it's gonna happen. Ben Roethlisberger, I gotta do a duet with him, singing Pina Colada. Oh, you know what, Derby? You sent me this video, this commercial back in the day. It was for American Idol or something, but it was when Ben was young, Ben, and he sang Pina Colada. I've never seen it before. It was funny. I I, I liked it. So it would be all right. Hey, there you go. Hey, Kenny Pickett won me a Super Bowl in Madden. So 
See? See? Yeah. It can yeah. happen. I mean, the oh. Florida Panthers are in the Stanley Cup, so it can happen. Hey, we yeah, are doing it. It happened we, because Najee Harris carried me. We are in Madden mode on uh, with Omar Khan and the, we the Steelers, so who knows? Anything could happen. But, hey, everybody – we do want to say thank you for checking us out. We hope that you continue to do so. Again, we are on seven days a week at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every day. For Derpy, Mike, Ryan, the two dumb users, all I want to say is continue, continue to support these Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Riverhounds, everybody. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs> see you. Yeah, P, that, that's the hard one. F them taxes on that 401k. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>